the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Love First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. The word says his grace and mercy are fresh and new. Every day. Every day. With that, we have to be mindful that we have to give grace and mercy every day. If God has given you grace and mercy, you have to give grace and mercy. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something new. I feel it As we delve into part three of my series, The Three Hardest Words, today's word is, I am sorry. Look at your name say, I am am sorry. sorry. Come on, let's get practice. I am am sorry. sorry. Now, I know what I said to you last night, but I am am sorry. I know what I said to you in the car right before we walked in here. I am, oh God. In many stores, you find merchandise in a certain section marked with two words. The two-word phrase, the tip-off about the merchandise being offered, the phrase is, as is. What the store is basically saying is that these items are damaged goods. Another phrase they use is, slightly irregular. The store is issuing a warning that something went wrong. Uh, there's a wrong flaw, there's a flaw, the, the size is wrong, the zipper doesn't work, buttons are missing, there's a stain. It's saying there's a problem. The store is saying if you're looking for perfection, you're in the wrong section. <laughs> if you buy it here, you're getting it as is. Every Sunday morning is a collection of as is. Every Sunday morning, we have some slightly irregulars. Come on, look at this. I, I know you look cute, cute today, but there's something wrong with you too, boo. Uh, I know you got all your dressed up and you look cute and you smell good, for God be the glory, but something wrong with you too. We all got an issue. Uh, all we do is on Sunday morning, it's Halloween, you just dress your issue up better than somebody else, but we all got an issue. Touch your neighbor's a neighbor. Neighbor. What's yours? Oh, hey, hey, oh, oh, that's too much information. Leave me alone now. <laughs> For some of you, it's, uh, it's envy. Some of you, jealousy. Some of you, greed. Some of you, so temper. Some of you, it's pride. The problem in church is we don't want to admit that we are as is people. We want to pretend like everything is normal and fine. Everything is perfect. We're afraid to tell someone that I'm not the perfect dad. I'm not the perfect mom. I'm 
not the perfect husband, wife, child. I got issues. And the challenge in our world is, with us being imperfect people, we have to be prepared to say, I am sorry, because I'm going to make some mistakes. But the challenge in today's world, uh, we don't want to say, I'm sorry. Uh, there was a song that came out, and uh, it was telling people what to say. Let me see if you know the song. They're about to say it, play it for you right now. But the world, they'll tell you to say, I ain't sorry. sorry. But God's word says that we have to say, I'm sorry. That's right. And the flesh doesn't want to say, I'm sorry. Church, I want you to look at your neighbor one more time and say, I am sorry. Now, I don't know, say, come on, come on, say it. I don't know what I'm going to do next or say next. But I'm going to tell you up front, I am sorry. I remember I told this chick next to me, I said, I'm sorry. She said, yeah, you're right. You are a sock. Whoa, whoa. You ever try to apologize and it just kind of. Psalms 51. Psalm 51. Praise the Lord. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because your great compassion blot out the stain of my sins. I used to um, be confused about what grace and mercy was. I just thought it was all forgiveness, but it's not. Grace is the free and unmerited favor of God. There's nothing that we could do to earn grace. But with mercy, it's compassion and forgiveness. So grace is something that we get freely. And mercy is something is, that's given to us as forgiveness when we could be punished for it. Hallelujah. So it's really good to understand that, to understand what David is saying. The word says his grace and mercy are fresh and new. Every day. Every day. And with that, we have to be mindful that we have to give grace and mercy every day. If God has given you grace and mercy, you have to give grace and mercy. Verse 2, he says, wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize Mm -hmm. my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Everyone say, I recognize. The beginning of restoration is acknowledgement. You will never fix what you don't confront. You will never change what you don't confront. How about this one? God gave me this one this morning. We were driving home. Um, What you don't confront, you will condone. Okay, Pastor, break this down. This is what we usually do. Three things. First off, if it really bothers you, you have three options. You could ignore it. Uh, we've all done that before. Come on. You know, mm-hmm. they said something to you and you kind of, kind of pretend like it didn't, I didn't hear that right. But I know she just chopped me. I know she chopped me. 
But I, you know, I'm going to act like I didn't hear what she said. Uh, do, do I have any witnesses with that? You heard, you, you heard it, but you know what? I, I'm not going to receive it right now. So now uh, I'm going to ignore that. Then after I ignore it long enough, I begin to endure it. But the last step is to try to cure it. The problem with trying to cure it means I have to confront you. And many times we don't want confrontation. Right. But I have learned that I got to deal with you. Because here's the thing. If you don't deal with your issue, your issue will eventually deal with you. So at some point in time, you have to confront this issue because if, you, if not, you have those episodes where you blow up on people. Mm-hmm. Pastor Charmaine knows about blowing up. Teach him. You, you think you're letting things go, but it's just building up and building up, and then you pop off. At, what is, what does it mean to pop time. off? You know what pop off is. <laughs> no, you just, and it may be some, over something really little that you wouldn't normally, like, just explode about. Explode. But you explode because you haven't confronted all the other little things and one little thing then turns into three little things and turns into ten little things and then you just go off and you're like why are you acting like that why are you yelling and you just you've lost it at that point what does it mean to lose it (laughs) you're acting on emotion you know what god's logic here's a word for you once Emotion sets in, logic leaves. Right. Amen. I'm going to say it again. Once emotion sets in, logic leaves. Because when you notice, when you get so hot, people actually be talking sense to you. And you can't receive. So you have to be cognizant. Your attitude determines your altitude. My, My brother's a pilot. And he says, when the nose of the plane is going down, they describe it as a negative attitude. Mm. When the plane is going up, it has a positive attitude. So you have to ask yourself, what direction is my attitude taking me? You have to be able to stabilize yourself. Nothing worse than a person saying, you made me do this. How can somebody make Make you do do this? Or the other one, the devil made me do it. Stop lying. That's you. That's your nasty self. To God be the glory. The devil made me do it. The Bible says no man can be saved. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com. For your gift today of any amount, Dr. Cousins would love to send you his current teaching series entitled How to Hear God. This nine-part series unlocks the secrets to experiencing God's voice in fresh new ways, and it can be yours today. Simply log on to our website at freshwindradio.com and click the donate tab. All of us at Freshwind want to thank you for continuing to give to this listener-supported radio broadcast. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? 
That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. You have to be able to stabilize yourself. Nothing worse than a person saying, you made me do this. How can somebody make you do this? Or the other one, the devil made me do it. Stop lying. That's you. That's your nasty self. To God be the glory. The devil made me do it. The Bible says no man can be saved. They were tempted of God. That was you. We used to communicate in a way when we were around other people, we were in public, where if um, he hurt my feelings or he touched my feelings a little bit, we would say, you know, that was a pebble. And it was a way for us to communicate without everybody yeah. around us knowing, or if it was a rock, it was like, okay, let me be quiet for a minute. Or if it was a boulder, we need to step outside and have a discussion. No. But sometimes, you know, even in the workplace, you could look at a coworker and they know, okay, I just hurt her feelings. I'm going to have to approach that later and apologize, or we're going to have to communicate a little bit better. A family member, especially family members, because you know their faces. Correct. You know when you hurt, you know, your mom's feelings or your yeah. dad's feelings. Yeah. And you know because that weight is on your chest. You feel sick. Yeah. You can't sleep good, can't eat good. See, I, I know her. When the vein right here pops up, <laughs> start running. No, no. When that vein pop up and her eyes start to get watery, just run. No, really. But here's the thing. Real, and, and great point, love. Pebble. Rock, boulder. It's a communication tool when you're out in public. I make a lot of jokes. She makes a lot of jokes. Some jokes may be funny to her, but not funny to me. So <laughs> the pebble, rock, boulder is a way for you to pump the brakes. You know when someone's saying a story too long? And you look at them like, why don't you shut up? But you really can't say that because you're at dinner table. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want them to know this part of my business. <laughs> hey, that's a rock right there. Oh, okay. Really? The sun is blue. The sun is blue. Did anybody's mom ever pinch them? He'd be like, Ow, Oh my God. Be quiet. They pinch and turn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Some of y'all parents are wrong for that. <laughs> it was a form of abuse. I'm just saying. <laughs> we, we, we made a new rule in our house. Um, Josiah has a proclivity uh, to leave toys everywhere. Every room, he leaves residue. So what we have done is, uh, I made a new rule maybe about three weeks ago. I said, son, if, if I come home and, and I, I'm, I'm stepping on toys, it's going to be a problem for you. Uh, there's going to be an agreement with your butt. So let's not have it happen again. So he's been really good. Uh, last week, he, he, he fell short. And uh, so I said, Josiah, uh, 
you know what's about to happen. He, he just kind of had that dumb look in his face. I said, okay, come over here. And uh, I gave him three, pop, pop, pop. And I said, go take a bath, you know, clean up, and then go take a bath. Now, what, what, is, what, what is interesting about these individuals? They'll take the spanking from you and walk away. Good. I'm good. Mama come in the room. <laughs> I said, I said, you, you, you just walked out of here. For... So I said, okay. I'm going to I'm have to deal with lioness later, you know, because she's going to come back and say, what you do to the... Oh, did I say anything? No, you did, you did well. You did really good. I'm he really proud of you. He was sitting on the tub in our bathroom looking like his feelings was hurt. His so feelings said, need to be hurt. What's wrong, Josiah? Daddy spanked me. Yes, Jesus. I was like, well, what did you learn? Now, see, you have to grow to the place of a committed teen spanking. Okay? You can't be fighting and arguing with each other about spanking. Spank the joker and keep moving. Amen? When they say, Mama spanked me, I say, praise the Lord. Daddy spanked me, praise the Lord. You know, because there was a season in life where I spanked and she had to come be the overseer. No, you know what I'm I want to see what's going on. No, but see, when she spanked, I let her spank freely. I'm not going to come verify come if the baby's still alive. I assume the baby's still alive. You know what I mean? But she got to come and check it out. Let me see what's happening. Let me see what's happening. Is it all right? No. Let me whoop him in peace. Jomo has saved our oldest twice before. I was beating the brakes off him. And he was like, don't kill him. Don't kill him. Again, yeah, she pops so I off. Just, I just want to watch. Yeah, because I done told you and told you and told you. Now I got to pull the car over. You know, when you pull that car over, ain't no going back. You got to go all in. She be throwing shoes, <laughs> what brush, whatever's closer to her hand is coming at them. You're not, she's a disorganized beater. <laughs> it's not supposed to be cute. Verse four, verse four. But my, all my kids respect me, and they know I don't play with kids. I don't play with you. I don't play hit. When I hit you, it's for a reason. If you hit me and it hurt and you was playing, I'm going to hit you and make you hurt, and I ain't going to be playing. I don't play with kids. We're hitting, and no, no, no. Verse 4. <laughs> Against you and, and you, alone, you alone, I have, have sinned. Been. I have done what is evil in your sight. You'll be proved right in what you say and your judgment against me. All sin is against God. That's good. Because, see, you didn't make the law. Right. He did. Now, in the process of sin, you're going to hurt people. But the person you're truly offending is God. So when you get the revelation, my wife said something to me when we were in Phoenix and we were maybe about a year and a half in marriage. And, uh, we were my, saved then. Yeah, we were saved then. And um, she said to me, she says, Jomo, go where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Be where you're going to be. I'm not worried about you anymore. I'm free. I'm free. It's between you and God. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do is a direct reflection between the relationship you have with God. And I'm, I'm good with it. And he sat there, and I think I was washing dishes, and he sat there and watched me for a few minutes. No, that was a curveball. You know, usually, usually, you know, it's... Because he wasn't ready for it. He was ready for me to say, where are you going? What time are you going to get back? Well, who are you going with? No, nope, it don't even matter. 
I'm free. Praise the Lord. I'm free. Come on, come on. No, say, no. He wants people to come back. Shabbat. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> All sin hurts us, but ultimately our relationship with God. When you're tempted to do wrong, remember who you're sinning against. Repentance means I'm changing direction. I'm, I'm not going that way anymore. I've changed my mind. I've changed my focus. Verse 5 says, I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me, I was born in sin. My, my father, I, I think I was 22. I was about to get married to uh, my wife. And um, I had a real conversation with my father. And I, I said, Dad, uh, I'm struggling with with uh, monogamy. I'm, I'm struggling with locking in and saying, okay, this is the woman I'm going to be with forever. I was, huh? For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. So, I'm, I'm, so I said, you know, Dad, you know, before you get married, you have these conversations. So I said, I said, Dad, I'm trying to figure this out. I said, there's something on the inside of me that wants more than one. Just look straight ahead right now. Brothers and sisters, look straight ahead right now. Don't look at nobody. Don't, don't say no amens right now. But there's, this, there's something on the inside of me that said, I don't want one scoop, I, I want two. So I go to my father. I say, hey, Dad, I, I, I want some. My dad was about 60 years old at this time. I said, Dad, what am I supposed to do with this feeling? He said, son, if it feels good, do it. I said, oh. You know when you go to somebody, you ask them for wisdom, and they come with an answer like that. It, 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 son, it's on the inside of you. Let it out. Let the dog go. Woo, woo. I, said, I said, come on, man. I'm, tr I'm trying to get married. And I'm trying to. I mean, he breaks it down. Not, not saying all islanders are womanizers. <laughs> it's a high percentage. <laughs> A bad trap. No, no I'm not, I didn't mean that. Because the same thing when people say, you know, since I'm, I was born in Jamaica. So you smoke weed? No. Not every. Oh, stop. Focus. So you went to your dad. I don't smell it, though. <laughs> you are so funny. It's a different aroma. You are so <laughs> off. Huh? Can you parenthetically digress? Parenthetically digress? You say get back to the point? Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, made, you made me forget everything. You were talking about your dad. Your dad. My dad. You so my dad. My dad. My dad's like, uh, son, in Jamaican. Y'all boy, this way have to do. Make sure you know number one and number one and number two must know about number one. And then number three must know about number two and number one. But number one can't know about number two. Got number two. And he, he, and he is just breaking down pimpology. <laughs> he says, now, son, you want some notes? No, no. I'm Anybody went to the wrong person for information before? And they just. And here's a challenge. We're born into sin. Right. We are sinners. And if you don't get God in your life, you're going to keep on sinning. We are sinners needing a savior. 
And Jesus came to save us. And if you, if you live long enough, you realize you by yourself is a hot mess. If you, if you just keep trying to fight this thing outside of God's strength, you're going to keep on messing up. You're going to keep up wake, waking up in places. How did I get here again? You need Jesus. Jesus and more Jesus. Verse 6 says, says, But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something new. I feel it Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.